The Very Serious Crafts Podcast is on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash seriouscrafts to support our podcast, find out about our Patreon half-stitched episodes, and more. Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 17 of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. I'm Molly from Wild Olive, and for some reason that was very hard for me to say. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Katie Greenbean. And I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors and the Bones and Bobbins podcast. And I just had to read that as though I did not know. So um, (laughs) we're doing great today. Uh, Today we'll be talking about how we get from idea to pattern, which I feel like is maybe a bit of a stretch given how our brains are working at the moment. (laughs) I don't know. I think it might be that we will actually just have a really accurate representation of that yes that's my feeling too yes that that is fair yeah um (laughs) i believe we are actually at least two of three if not three of three of us are currently working on projects that are patterns that we designed for specific things so yeah we're at least living the dream Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I it. Uh. <laughs> I just about dipped mine in protein shake, so that's it's going Ooh. very well. Yeah. So, how are you, fine people, today? <laughs> uh. Well, yeah, I almost poured coffee on my computer before we started recording, so that's you know a thing. Doing great. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> but I did. I also remembered to eat before we started recording, so that was a win. That is a good thing. Very important. Oh yes, I'll definitely put that on. I feel like I should be keeping score. <laughs> Just a running. I need to roll in like the chalkboard behind me where you do the the sports ball plays, <laughs> um, and. Just keep a running tally. Uh, Haley, have you ever watched the show QI with Stephen Fry? You can no. you can now find it on BritBox if you are in the UK or in the in the UK. Yeah, <laughs> <You're> in the <laughs> US. There we are. Uh-huh. Um, Katie introduced me to this show while I was visiting a few years back, and I was delighted to find that it was on BritBox. And they keep. Some sort of mystery score. I, I don't know how they score that yeah, show. Yeah, there is, there is no understandable logic to the scoring in that show. But if we were to score the Very Serious Crafts podcast, I would imagine it would be very similar. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> also, I would have very specific rules. Yeah. They just wouldn't necessarily make sense to anyone else. Well, I think and that you can be the case. Yeah, you have the very specific rules, but you don't disclose them to anybody. Yes. So, so only you know how the scoring happens. That's the fun of it. Exactly. exactly. There has been, in the last couple of episodes that I've watched, there have been multiple knitting or crafting or weaving references that have been interesting. So quite interesting, as it were. And it is QI? Yes, for which quite interesting. For quite interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That- that sounds up and or down my alley. I never know which one that is. Yeah, I think you would like it, though. Whichever one you're going for. Yeah. 
any direction any, any direction, direction in in your alley <laughs> yeah oh gosh um oh sorry we jump into <laughs> before we jump into talking um and before we go down that particular road any further we want to give a shout out to our serious friend of the Very Serious Crafts podcast, who is now supporting us at patreon.com slash serious crafts. Many thanks to Kristen, you're the best. And also many thanks to all of our serious friends. You are yes. also the best. We appreciate you. Yay, thank yes. you. Hi, Kristen. Welcome. <laughs> Ah, oh, all right. All right. What a delightful episode to be ushered into the group. Yes. Where where once again we all fall apart on recording. <laughs> hey, it hasn't happened to yet. To be fair. <laughs> yet being the operative word. <laughs> I was unaware that we were ever all in one piece. This yeah, is there is there is that point. This is true. Yeah. I mean, I reference my panic of realizing I wasn't wearing socks. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we're doing great. We're we are doing great. And um yeah, so I quirky creativity. Quirky creativity is is accurate. Um also, somehow, while I was sitting here working on this, I managed to, like, scratch my finger, and there's actually just the tiniest bit of blood, and now I'm so worried I'm going to get stuff on my project. <laughs> All right, we're just going to be very careful here. This is exactly how we are starting this, and I will be... I'm going to try not to flip you off while I'm stitching, We've okay? blood already. <laughs> I'm going to try not to look like I'm flipping you off, I promise I, that I'm not. I mean, if you have... A, an internal waistband that won't matter. Just press it against the internal waistband until it Look stops you. bleeding. Look at you. I don't think it's like, it's more like, it's not like actively bleeding. It's just more that like, that paranoia that I'm going to. Bleed, oh yeah. Well, you know? <laughs> but it will still absorb any of the plasma <laughs> that could be causing Perfect. problems. Perfect. Thank you. Pinch that waistband. All right. It's happening. Why do I have a solution for this? That is the question. I, we've all I been I feel there. like that's obvious. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. So now we're ready to actually talk about the topic of the day. Are we? Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> I'm declaring it. All right. I'm declaring that we are ready. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> so, so really, this is how we start getting ideas. Is we have but ridiculous conversations. Is it, exactly <laughs> the more we have walked away from this podcast so many times with projects that were kind of a joke when they happened while we were recording that then become real things, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's I. Good ideas don't just pop up and they aren't very organized when they start no yeah no it's never well okay i shouldn't say it's never because there's times when i am literally like i'm forced to generate ideas right like and just start brainstorming yeah. things so in that case i will often 
just sit down with a notebook and just start doodling or writing down whatever things come to mind and that happens that's sort of built-in parameters yeah yeah but like this week i will also be working on something that i have decided now will be influenced by those swedish pockets that we were looking at (laughs) because and it's not it's not like a pocket that i'm making but it's going to be like it's a non-pocket inspired by pockets exactly that you could technically put in your pocket so full circle but like just like the style of that um of some of those pieces that we looked at while recording the podcast is exactly what i needed to see for a piece of embroidery you know so Mm -hmm. that does happen does happen but it's never and it's also it's never like linear (laughs) never no and i mean before we actually hit record on this show, we spend an awful lot of time basically complaining about whatever thing that we're trying to do. <laughs> and like the problems that it is causing or the problems we are causing it. Um and I feel like a lot of really solid solutions come out of just the off the cuff sort of responses that are meant to be sort of a joke but then they cease uh-huh. to be yeah. a joke yeah um and uh yeah i i feel like that is ouch <laughs> i just stabbed myself this is the injury Ow. episode yeah, we've done, an, haven't we done an episode on, on injuries at some point in the past? I feel like we did, but this is happening in uh, yeah, real time. I, <laughs> I think so, because I remember talking about the fact that I have not yet, knock on all the wood, um, I have not yet sewn through my finger mm-hmm. on a mm-hmm. sewing machine. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, yes. yeah, so the idea... The ideas like come in random places and often with things not connected to what I'm actually going to make. Does that sound accurate to you? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. And also like have... when you're busy working on something else or particularly when you have a deadline and you do not have time to be distracted by an unrelated Always. idea. Mhm. Yes. See my um calligraphy supplies <laughs> showing up. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> Just in time for book deadlines. Well, and also I think because now is a great time to learn calligraphy. Kind of the reason why people develop a stash, right? Whether it be of yarn or fabric or calligraphy supplies or all of the above and everything else, is that you have ideas. Like while you're in the creative process for one thing, your brain is doing creative thinking about another thing at the same time. And you get excited. So yeah, you, there's like, a lot of back burner yes. thoughts yes. that well, happen while you're in the process of the repetitive motion of making. Exactly. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Like in the same way that I, like ideas might come to you while you're in the shower and it's because you are just kind of in this zone of something that you don't have to think about. And I think that's that, why I have a dry erase marker in the shower. There mm-hmm. you go. See? Yep. <laughs> but, it's, you know, if you are doing... 
it doesn't work as well as I want it to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, By the way, there's a a company, uh, Field Notes. Are you familiar with Field Notes? They're like moleskin notebooks. Oh, very, very familiar. You know, they they have one that they made that's waterproof paper. You could have that. You could have that in your shower. I can see Haley's mind slowly yeah. exploding. I, oh, oh no! <laughs> I I might have an extra one. I've never taken mine in the shower before, but now, well, now I feel like we I know that try. I'm going to immediately. Yeah. Um, All right. I mean, I I just yeah. I'm gonna need to order this right now. Right, I don't know if they're even still available, but I will. If oh, it's I not, will find them. If, if it's, it's not, not, somebody I'll... will have a version of it, yes. surely. So yeah. many people will... have this experience. Yeah, because, and they're designed for, like, when you're, like, out adventuring, you know, like, you're out, like, whitewater well, rafting or something. I, I you love... to write something down. <laughs> I love the tone with which Molly says out adventuring. Is there, like, that is not a thing that happens. I have ideas <laughs> when I'm out adventuring. You, yeah, this would be actually be perfect for you. You go out oh, for a swim and you've yes, got an idea. Exactly. I, a three pack is inexpensive. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not bad at all. They're, yeah. Oh, I expected them um, to be more expensive than the like. I know about these because you have, or I know about waterproof paper and things like that because you know underwater archaeology and such. Because like, that's an obvious thing that, that you're into. <laughs> All right. I can explain. <laughs> now I need a pen that can write underwater. There you go. That, I know that those exist I mean, as that's well. that's got to exist, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. They exist. Anyway, yeah. So it's in the midst of these kinds of like... Underwater explorations, or no, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, like doing some uh, repetitive thing that the idea comes along. I would design and... a quilt while underwater exploring, except I hate being in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, no. Cenotes, man. This, okay, perfect, good. Wow, we've gone in several directions that were <laughs> unintended, but that is also how design works. Yes. Exactly. Because sometimes the th- the thing that you think you're doing ends up being working so much better for a different idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also. Yeah. I think that happens a lot. Like, I, as people who have either listened to the podcast for a long time or people who own my books will know, I generally speaking do about one book with kit a year and those are all pretty specifically the same design the same format the same layout the patterns are the same size and so having those rules already set and having like a template for that already set is makes it really fun and easy to play with individual pixels mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um which is i design my patterns stitch by stitch um instead of in blocks of color or whatever uh, because i like to move very small 
things around mm -hmm. for changes. And there have been a lot of accidents that I have made or like slipping and losing something under another layer or, you know, any any variety of accidental deleting and or duplicating that you might do and have it turn into something entirely different, but that I'm going to save for later. And I, I don't know. It's. I have no idea where I was going with that. All right. The ideas we've kind of a, gotten this idea of their ideas just come along when when and where and you never know and sometimes you might have to work to like go okay well I have to come up with a chunk of ideas or whatever but once you've hit that point and I'm curious to hear because I kind of know for you Haley a little bit but do you start uh when you actually start designing once you've got the idea once when you start designing do you do you start like on paper do you go to your Never. computer? Do you just pick up the thing and start working with stuff? What is your process? Um, I do not ever pick up physical anything. Um, and I never sketch before. I always go what? immediately. <laughs> what? I've never sketched a design in my life. What? <laughs> I always go immediately to digital design. And then once I've worked out all of the problems within that medium, then I already know that I've worked out the problems in the pattern. Okay, but so just for clarification there, Haley, yeah. if you go directly to digital, do you start with, like in a cross-stitch pattern, do you start with the like individual pixel blocks or do you yeah oh my gosh yeah i place <laughs> wow pixels block by block i mean it isn't to say that i don't have an idea in mind so like if i'm say i'm writing a book with 12 patterns in it like my golden girls book i will have generally speaking either been given by the publisher or made myself a list of like quotes or themes or whatever and i sometimes well i guess i i make a general description of what i think maybe i'm going to do in words i never never sketch it and then by the time I'm actually designing, I am manipulating that idea in real time with individual stitches on my screen. I, I, this boggles my mind. <laughs> Why? What do you guys do? <laughs> yeah, Katie, I want to hear what you do. I mean, yeah, I want to hear what you do, Katie. <laughs> I mean, I, I think by drawing, I'm a very visual person that's not a surprise to anyone i think so no. it's always pencil and paper first before anything else whether it is going to be a knitting design or a bit of applique or a comic it's always pencil and paper first i can't i can't make a thought without a drawing so the thought of 
just going straight to because I guess what you're talking about the digital medium is going to be what the final pattern looks like right uh yeah it just seems like a waste of time <laughs> to me um and I don't mean that as no an I, insult. I understand the logic sense like my brain does not understand why why I would spend time really thinking through something in one place and then having to recreate that really thinking through in another place. Yeah. But I completely understand, like, I am not an artist. Mm, Back to differ, but yeah, Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't, well, but I would, Mm -hmm. I would say potentially if you have had some form of like art or design training they yeah i haven't had any yeah like they hammer it into you that you should be like sketching first or creating thumbnails or that kind of thing so i think that probably but why has, because they grade you down if you don't i was i'm not <laughs> well, doing no, it but... because i was told to i'm doing it because it makes the most sense and i can't think unless i do that yeah i i that's i mean that's where and i am that now makes sense but, to me yeah I, but um, also like it makes sense to me for you. It does not make sense to me for me. <laughs> yes. Um, if that makes sense. It does at make all. sense. <laughs> I, I will say like early on when I went, when I went to uh, school working on my graphic design degree, um, there were times when I, in my head, I could so clearly see exactly what it was going to look like. And I still had to turn in thumbnails and roughs. And so mm-hmm. I just had to like work into them the exact design that I knew I was aiming for. <laughs> I then... always did um like in school I always wrote the outline after the paper. Yes. <laughs> I was that I was that person too. And then somewhere mm-hmm. along the way in my mind it switched and and I can't do it I can't do it that way anymore. And now I'm very much like write the outline first. Um I don't always write an outline out, but I I have the outline in my head. If you know, I may not physically yeah. do it, but it's I work it out. But that you've way. thought through that yeah. process, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I start with I start with paper. I think almost every time there have been a couple times doing cross stitch patterns that I have done stuff directly in my in my cross stitch program. But it's because I can literally draw like with draw shapes in with my finger yeah. to kind of get a basic. Uh, a basic shape going, oh. but um, yeah, but I don't otherwise... use a cross stitch program either. Yeah, yeah, I but just do it straight in Illustrator. I um, <laughs> I sometimes have like multiple versions of drawings before I ever go to uh, putting it digitally into a pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm just not very good at drawing. Well, that might, one might say that's why I need multiple versions is that I'm not going to get a drawing or I'd get it right the first time. <laughs> I mean, I'm perfectly fine with illustration. Yeah. But I'm not good at creative drawing. Uh, yeah, I think you just sense. undersold the entire career of illustration there, Haley. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like technical drawings. 
Yes. Like instructional illustrations. Mm -hmm. I don't mean illustrating like (laughs) book illustrating and graphic novels and stuff. No, no, that is... That is storytelling. That is an entirely different animal. Just, just I, inviting I you to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't even think of those as the same thing. Um, when I think of like illustrations for my work, it's technical drawings, like hands with needles yeah. making shapes. That's mm-hmm. a talent. That's a, is a serious thing. talent. Yeah. I can't draw not, hands doing everyone. a thing to save my life. <laughs> and I'm an illustrator. <laughs> See, we just each have our own strengths. It's all I, good. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, good. your work blows my mind. <laughs> I could never. I do not understand how you create something so beautiful using no. the tools that you use. And I don't like, understand I don't, how don't... you go straight into Illustrator and play with things one pixel at a time what the heck well i would just make a mess if i were like using watercolor or something like that i don't understand how to do that it doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. and so yeah i i love hearing about how other people who do things that i can't do do them because it it blows my mind mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully as you're listening to this, friends, listeners, that you mm-hmm. are also going, oh, I never would have thought of doing it that way because that's part of the yeah, point of this too. Yeah, tell us how you do it. Um, but yeah, I am, I am, I would say 99% of the time, paper first. Yeah. For, even like if I'm making a, something that isn't, you know, that's like a, a felt object or whatever, or um, some printable or whatever. It's all, I would say almost every time I, I still sketch, even if it's like really, really rough, it's still mm-hmm. just visually seeing it that way makes a big difference for me. I have just thought of an exception to my rule and an example oh. where I work in Haley's way instead. And Ooh. that is sometimes, not always, but sometimes to design color work knitting i go straight into stitch mastery and play with it effectively pixel by pixel stitch by stitch see then you know exactly what i'm doing i know i do know exactly what you mean yeah (laughs) and that makes sense to me i do not understand i guess i don't understand the step before i don't understand what sketching does and I don't need to. Yeah. It's, but it, I just, man, brains are cool. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for me, it's, I think, especially as I have transitioned into, I mean, now I've been doing a certain amount of cross stitch design for years, but um, especially as I transitioned into it, I was used to working with outlines of, of figures and oh, critters yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that. And so, I needed to work out what it was going to look like if it were in my traditional style of embroidery or illustration. Okay. Then, and sometimes that will just be like on regular paper. Then I take it and I take that same thing and I transfer it into uh, like on a, like a gridded paper so that I could kind of look out, look how it was going to be. And then 
sometimes I jump right to the gridded paper, but then I will start working in, all right, how am I going to need to shape this in these grids? You know, so I, I have to reshape it. I think it. I do the same thing. I just do it yeah. on a screen. Yeah. And then I, from there, then I, I actually end up transferring. Like I don't put that, that sketch into the software where I'm working at all. I'm like looking at it side by side and sort of like mm-hmm. transferring it back and forth. I don't know if that's like my, I tend to be yeah, kind of I visual kinesthetic. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering yeah. if that, like, I think the drawing part also is definitely part of that kinesthetic element that well, I, I, th- I that think I that's that's a really important thing that you've hit on there is that something about sketching something gives you a familiarity with it mm-hmm. so if, yeah it actually yeah. It with the shape sinks into yes. my brain more by doing that yeah. yeah and that I think makes sense because I often will like if I'm doing an animal or whatever I will have images of that animal so I can see the shapes yeah. like mm-hmm. that make up this animal because I don't usually look at it as a whole. Mm-hmm. I usually mm-hmm. start with the individual shapes yep. and then move from there. So I I think I think that um we actually have remarkably similar approaches just executed in different very different mm-hmm. mediums yeah 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 oh, that is that is very interesting and so when you both move to a final pattern so my my design and then final pattern wrap up at the same time usually unless i have like changes that come back from a publisher or it, it if I'm like making a cross stitch pattern, if I'm stitching, sometimes I will find an error and yeah. update a stitch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so generally speaking, my final like delivered pattern file ends when my design ends, like when I'm done messing with things. Oh, how nice. How do you guys... <laughs> How do you guys yeah. get to that? Uh, get to done? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you clearly do. Uh, well, at that yeah. point, all that's on, left Molly. to do is all that's left to do is finish making the thing, photograph the thing, write out all of the instructions, edit that, import it into <laughs> Adobe. I'm InDesign, not talking about writing the- a tutorial. <laughs> I'm talking specifically about the downloadable or printable or like the pattern like yeah that i completely understand that isn't that is separate from like in my mind that is an entirely different process from the designing part yes it is i don't write instructions while i design yeah but like where do those because those things have a big crossover in the example of like um, the kind of thing that Molly's talking about, or a knitting pattern, like yeah. And in when I write crochet patterns, um, I I don't really sketch it out, but I chart it before I write it usually. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And like in a 
like in the traditional crochet pattern charting, not in like pixelated yeah. color yeah. charting. Right. Um, so yeah, I, in those types of designs, I will write as I design because otherwise I won't remember what I did. Mm-hmm. Right. So that that makes sense to me. I wasn't thinking about those yeah, kinds I, of designs. There's just uh <laughs> and Katie, I know. Like I'm I I'm thinking of what you are probably thinking of uh <laughs> but like there's this moment where you feel like okay, I've finished designing this thing. And but there's like designing for me like now I'm thinking embroidery pattern. Designing the pattern itself ends as soon as I have really drawn all of the pattern pieces, like drawn all of okay. the little um, element. Because I, once I take my sketches or you know whatever, then I I take that into Adobe Illustrator and I use that and I outline everything and I do it with I use the pen tool in Illustrator, um, which makes beautifully curved lines that I can edit and everything is fully editable that way. And I, I love that. It's one of the reasons why I, when I look at people who design things in um, procreate for the iPad pro, Mm -hmm. I love how it looks and how they're drawing, but it's not vector. I have that, but I do not. It's, it's not quite the way it's not. Mm -hmm. I can't manipulate it the way that I want to manipulate it. So I haven't done that. Yeah. But at any rate, um, I, you know, once I've drawn those patterns, technically the pattern design is done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then the part that is hard is all of the things that come after that is making sure that it's all stitched and creatively photographed and made into a pattern file that I can actually sell, especially in that yeah. in those instances. And um, and then of course there's writing the descriptions and uploading all the things. And so. I feel like the actual Those are the parts that I think are the hardest. Yeah, and it's yeah. like pattern design in a lot of ways feels like such a small part of the whole process of creating a new pattern. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as weird as it sounds and it might sound very strange to people who are listening who don't design patterns, but that's kind of the easy part. Yeah. yeah. Um Definitely. not that it's easy to design patterns because it's often not, but that is not the hardest part of getting a pattern into people's hands or yeah. onto their screen. Yeah, it's the definitely not the fun part. It's definitely yeah. not the yeah. bit that takes the most time either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what yeah. I'm thinking. And I've been doing this for a long time, and I still forget how much that the rest of that stuff, yeah. how long that takes. Yeah, you always think that you can just forever. knock it out really quickly, and uh, no. Oh, Lies. yeah, I can totally edit those photos in the next hour. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, no problem. I'll just, you know, set up my lights over here. It'll be great. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. It, it's never. I mean, it often looks great at the end, but. Yeah, there's, there's much that happens. <laughs> so much. Yeah. So, yeah. The so image much. of perfectly shot uh, photos coming out of a blogger's camera. That's not <laughs> real. Um, okay, but, but Katie, just like on your, when you are doing pattern design for colorwork knitting or any of those things, 
I also know that you do hand-drawn, like, technical drawings of things too, don't you? I do. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they... Sorry, no, ask your question and then I will answer it no, no, rather no, that's, than answering that, the question no. I think you're going to ask. Yeah, no, 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 that's... Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten what I was saying. Please help. Sorry. Uh, hand-drawn technical drawings? Like schematics. Yes, that. Yes, I, I do those. Um, I don't know what to say about those. They're nice and, but... and fun to draw. <laughs> but like your charts you do does that like export as a file that you've then created yes so the charts yeah. i use um stitch mastery which is a knitting charting software which is very yeah. helpful and useful um and they export as whatever kind of file format you need them to be um but then like the whole wording of the pattern is another project and actually from my latest pattern that i'm working on i have um outsourced that to somebody for the first time which i'm very very excited about so i've done yeah, that's delightful all of the fun because bit that... of doing the design and the chart and the swatch and then i've sent it to somebody else to actually write the instructions which is the bit that yeah, and i struggle with different skill set yes yeah. like, it is I feel like there are so many different kinds of creative skills that go into any one given finished project that uh, and I, I think it would be surprising the array of skills that someone needs to have to be able to single handedly produce a tutorial. Or something like yeah, that. And yeah, I think that's like also like a weird thing in our industry because our industry is so much about like homegrown creativity and do it yourself and anyone can do it. There's like this expectation that you're meant to be able to do all of those things yourself. Right. Like, to, and maybe you can. You can, but you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean that you should. Yes. <laughs> I, I will say that I do not rewrite my instructions for every book oh yeah i reuse them yeah why would you some people do and more power to them (laughs) but i already did that once (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i i really want to know um i know that some of our listeners also design and I want to know about other people's processes. Uh, does if one of you does something completely different than what any of us does, mm. I want to hear about it because I'm sure because we know each other and we are sort of in not dissimilar areas of the crafting universe, like we come across each other's work, I guess. Um we, I think, have a decent idea generally of how, of how like our friends work. Yeah. Um, but I know that there are people who would make my brain explode in entirely new and fun ways. So I, I want <laughs> to know what do you do, and I mean that in a good way. For the record, like 
Making my brain explode is a good thing. Yes. Generally speaking. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, yes. It is a statement of awe. Well, I think that um, it should be it should be obvious at this point that we love learning new things. So mm-hmm. um, learning a new way that someone does something, even if it absolutely would not work for you, um, we are fascinated by that. So, yes, yeah, yeah absolutely, it's true. And I did not mean to demean illustration. I know you didn't. <laughs> I was teasing you. Yes, but I feel bad because it's not what I meant. I know. And, you know, sometimes autism does the thing. I and I don't think that any of us thought you were trying to say something no. that <laughs> yeah, was I, uh, gonna. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I just have to say it because otherwise I'm gonna think about okay. it for like the next year. I understand. Okay, so, anyway. I, I appreciate all of the illustrators who actually do way cooler work than I do. <laughs> uh, anyway. All uh, right. And on that note. <laughs> I, think, I think it's time to wrap this up. <laughs> okay. Uh, so thanks for listening to the Very Serious Crafts podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Serious Crafts and on Facebook at Very Serious Crafts. You can also find show notes and all other things Very Serious Crafts at VerySeriousCrafts.com. And finally, if you're a fan of the Very Serious Crafts podcast, please leave us a five-star review on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts because good ratings help us show up in recommendations, which helps more people who love crafting find us. The end. Indeed. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.